Hi, it's Terence Wallace, and welcome to my new series, Stories from the Road. In 2014, I decided to leave the corporate world behind and start my own business, Indelible Adventures Inc. This is a culmination of my writing, photography, speaking, and travel, and uh, gave me a great opportunity to travel the world. And so, with my writing, I've been able to gather and collect many stories from all my adventures. So this series is a dedication to all of those stories. I hope you enjoy them. Thank you for joining me this week as I explore Ireland. I've been very fortunate to be able to visit Ireland on a number of occasions with my son and daughter, Zach and Sam. On our initial trip to Ireland, we circled Southern Ireland and drove about 1300 kilometers in our week-long adventure. In retrospect, it was probably a little ambitious, but it was an amazingly fun trip and even though it was only for a week, it felt definitely longer. One of the first things that struck us when we arrived was the local customs agent at the airport in Dublin. He was extremely chatty, but not in a cold and interrogative way that we've become accustomed to in traveling in North America. In fact, quite the opposite, really. He wanted to be helpful and provide us with some places to visit during our stay, and so incredibly friendly and genuinely concerned about us having a good time in Ireland. He chatted amiably as the other passengers waited patiently in the line, although I could feel their cold glares on my back, much as I would as if I'd been waiting in line. We all agreed that the Irish hospitality is the one thing that stands out most about our visit, and must definitely be the front runner for the world's most friendliest race. Our first visit was to Castleton House in Selbridge in County Kildare. It's a Palladian country house built in 1722 by William Conley, the Speaker of the Irish House of Commons, and it forms the centrepiece of a 550-acre estate. The reason we went is that, I guess, in our family tree, there is some connection to the Conley family, hence Zach's middle name is Conley Wallace. From the moment we decided on Ireland as our destination, Sam had made it clear that she definitely wanted to visit Waterford Crystal Factory in Waterford, in Southern Ireland. Arguably the factory tour was one of the high points of our trip. With Sean, our guide, he introduced us to each of the artisans and explained the intricate and painstaking detail for each step in the process of making the crystal. Fortunately for us, Sean had worked at the factory for more than 40 years and was a crystal cutter before retiring and taking on his new role as tour guide, a role which could you could tell he loved. Actually, it was really cool. Sam got to hold the People's Choice Awards crystals that they were just finishing. Uh, we also saw six PGA tournament trophies, NCAA trophies, uh, the St. Patrick's Day Bowl, which the president usually presents uh, for hosting the St. Patrick's Day Parade, as well as the ashes between England and Australia. So yeah, I got to hold the ashes trophy. Pretty cool, really. One of the big parts of our adventure was driving the Ring of Kerry in Southern Ireland. Wow, what an experience. We set out from Killarney driving east to west and stayed overnight at a bed and breakfast on the Atlantic in a village in the village of Ballinskelling, which has a population of 100 people. Sam was first to sniff out that Ballinskelling had a chocolate factory, although after we went looking for it, we finally located it over a nearby mountain in a cove by the ocean. Many samples later, we left with a haul that would do us for the remainder of the trip. I didn't even know that they made chocolates that tasted of gin and tonic, or lime and peppers. Who knew? Crazy. 
crazy, crazy flavors. Anyway, they were all absolutely delicious and we had stocked up. Our two days drive spent on the Ring of Kerry were amazing. We stopped frequently to take photos and, and us to explore the various little places and villages that seemed interesting along the way. With no set time limit or agenda, it gave us the freedom to take our time and the kids were even willing to have their photos taken, which was a rarity, but really cool. As we drove north, we decided that we wanted to visit the Cliffs of Moor in County Clare. We left Limerick in an absolute downpour, spring showers we soon realised, and drove northwest to the coast, hoping that we'd be able to catch a glimpse of the famous natural wonder, even in this inclement weather. To our surprise, as we neared the visitor centre, the rain suddenly stopped, the clouds parted and the sun began to shine brilliantly. Clearly luck was on our side. Fortunately for us, there were only a handful of brave souls who ventured out on the cliffs that morning. With gale force winds whipping up from the Atlantic, the steep cliffs provided an almost impossible task of walking directly into the wind. We finally made our way to the edge and braved it long enough to get some terrific photos. The next place we were looking to travel to along the northwest coast was to the Giant's Causeway. This idyllic village is close to three world-class sites. First, the Giant's Causeway, which is arguably one of the natural wonders of the modern world. This World Heritage Site serves as a natural barrier to the winds of the Atlantic and the constant stream of storms that lash its rugged shores. It's one of those places that captured my imagination as a boy and so far from the hot and dusty rural community I grew up into in Australia, and so excited to be actually visiting and spending time exploring this amazing wonder. The next must-see during your visit to the County Antrim in Northern Ireland is Dunluce Castle. This well-preserved and now ruined medieval castle is perched high on a basalt cliff overlooking the sea, having served as the home to many an Antrim local chieftain over the centuries. However, it was during the 18th century that a good portion of the castle walls collapsed into the ocean and thus has been uninhabited ever since. I looked forward to scouring the ruins with my camera in search of unique and often overlooked photo opportunities. The next little great find we had was discovering the little town of Bush Mills in Northern Ireland. This sleepy little town with a population of 1,391 is home to one of the best-known Irish distilleries, Bush Mills. Although Irish single malt whiskey doesn't share the same legendary status nor popularity as Scotch whiskey, it's still a popular drink with the locals as well as those in the know, and it's exported to all corners of the earth. Last year alone, it produced 98 million bottles. I definitely recommend taking the Bush Mills distillery tour. At the end of the tour, you get to choose what variety of whiskey you'd like to taste. So of course I chose a 12 year old. It's vastly different from Scotch whiskey, which I usually enjoy. And so they may have a new convert on their hands. It's a smooth, less peaty aperitif with no lingering aftertaste. Hmm, just my cup of tea if you get my drift. As we explored Northern Ireland, we also noticed that there was a host of golf courses the one that we drove past was Royal Port Rush, which is a stone's throw from where we were staying. This highly rated golf course is one of the best kept secrets in the British Isles and considering a considered a pure gem in golfing circles. I wish I just had an extra day or two so that I could get around in. 
The next really cool, fun thing we did was visit Carrick Ared Rope Bridge. This famous little rope bridge near the village of Ballantoy in County Antrim, Northern Ireland, links the mainland to a tiny island of Carrick Ared. It spans 20 metres and is 30 metres above the rocks below. The bridge is mainly a tourist attraction and is owned by the National Trust, but such a cool experience to walk across the rope bridge. We love the rope bridge and would highly recommend it on any visit to Northern Ireland. So much fun! Another of the things that we, we all agreed that we wanted to do in Northern Ireland is to visit the Titanic Museum, which is situated in the heart of the Belfast docks. The mystery and mystique surrounding the Titanic continues to capture the imagination of history lovers everywhere, which is precisely why Zach and Sam and I were willing to check it out and spend a good half day before making our way back to Dublin. I think the thing for me was uh, at the Titanic Museum was the size of the actual Titanic. To walk end to end was absolutely incredible and it was so long. I can't believe a ship that size was actually sunk by an iceberg. One of the high points of our visit to Dublin was visiting Trinity College. The college was founded in 1592 by Queen Elizabeth as the mother of the new university, modelled after the Collegiate University of Oxford and Cambridge, but unlike these ancient universities, only one college was ever established. The absolute best part about visiting Trinity College was also to visit the Book of Kells, or the library, this 18th century building, the domed cathedral to librarianship, if you will, is stocked full of thousands upon thousands of books in an incredibly beautiful architectural design with a domed ceiling. It's a must-see when you're on your visit to Dublin. Now, if you've got a taste for a Guinness and you uh, are in Dublin, you've definitely got to go to St. James's Gate and visit the Guinness factory. Absolutely delicious. Cool tour. A little pricey, but really worth it. Yep, we would highly recommend visiting Ireland from the north in the Ring of Kerry all the way up the coast to the Cliff of Moore to the Northern Ireland and County Antrim and then back down to Dublin. Circumnavigating is really uh, a great opportunity to visit all aspects of Ireland um, but, and to get a great feel for the country, the friendliness of the people and the greenness of the countryside. Just incredible. So. Uh, highly recommend it. If you ever get a chance, take it. Uh, you'll be so glad that you did. Thanks for listening. And as they say in Gaelic, Tate Neath e Brent S. Enjoy. If you'd like to learn more about Indelible Adventures or the services we provide, please visit our website at www.indelibleadventures.com. Well, thanks for listening, and until next time, ciao!